Hello! Yes, if you're listening in the Central Library right now, then there really is a person talking out of the speakers downstairs in the foyer. And if you're listening with headphones to our podcast, well, hello to you too. Anyway, today you're listening to an exclusive podcast series where we meet the faces and voices of Tile Hill Library. We'll be asking community-led groups, librarians and borrowers what impact does the library have on their lives. Here's a taster of what's to come. Art isn't about the elite making loads of money. It's about people just using creativity in their day-to-day life to enrich their lives and bring joy to themselves and to others. And that's really what libraries are for, really. It is very, very difficult these days to uh, survive separated from the network. And and if you don't know your way around the internet, you're lost. Everything's gone digital. And if you haven't gone digital with it, Mm. then you're going to struggle. I think there's around 25% of uh, the population in Coventry don't have access to online uh, services. So of course, you know, uh, every library now, uh, thankfully, has uh, PCs. They can come in and they can have two hours free uh, a day. And there's even a bit of this. Hmm, lovely. Coming up, we'll meet the artists in residence of Tyler Hill Library. They've been beavering away, helping people who live nearby the library really see what's right in front of them, all with the help of a yellow caravan. Yes, you heard right, a caravan. I'll explain more in a moment. Welcome to Digital Spaces Presents. Hello, I'm Claire. How are you? Today we've a trip to Coventry's leafy suburb of Tile Hill, once part of the Forest of Arden, then the home of Massey Ferguson tractors, and now, with Jubilee Crescent still standing, with the relatively newly built Bannerbrook Park. And whilst the library has been standing on the Crescent for several decades, many members of the community still don't know it's there, or use it. So how do you change that? And how do you engage local people with something called digital culture? Two big tasks, but nothing that photographers Jan and Chris haven't tackled before. This episode, we'll hear from the artists about what they hope to achieve using their caravan gallery and how they'd like their legacy to continue. Plus, we'll head out on a walking tour of the area right next to the library to meet some of the people living and working in the community. Sounds pretty fascinating, right? Not exactly what you typically expect in a library. But that's because the shh days of the library are long gone. More on that later. But let's begin by meeting the artists we're talking about. Find out a bit about who they are and what they get up to by touring their little yellow caravan about the country. We're both uh, freelance artists and photographers and uh, we set up the Caravan Gallery in the year 2000. It was meant to be a week-long commission. So, yeah, it's been a really long weekend with the Caravan Gallery, hasn't it? (laughs) Yes, and um, over the years, uh, the work that we produce has um, changed and we've developed various projects. So 
Um, for the last few years, we've been doing these Pride of Place projects, which are basically community um, involvement projects. It starts with our photography, but then we get the local community to join in and uh, crew and complete the exhibition. So it starts off almost empty and then it ends up full. It's a way of uh, exploring places, the connection between places and people. Uh, the Caravan Gallery, it's like our little uh, missionary in a way. It's our way of kind of making a connection with with people we set it up in the first place to be super accessible and go to meet people where they were not you know people who might not necessarily go to our galleries and exhibitions mm. you don't even have to tell them that they're looking at art you just think well do you find it interesting and yeah and it's just great in there people just come in we look at photos and people share their stories and we end up having a good laugh very often we will show people photos that we've taken of their own neighborhood and they don't even they're going where's that and you go well look it's just behind you and then they go oh so it is i hadn't noticed that before so it was that um it was starting off with these mobile exhibitions inspired us to find a way of opening up what we were doing to actively involve people and something similar has kind of happened here hasn't it because I mean I've been coming here to see this project kind of grow over the past Mm -hmm. few months and you know what was it about the library that you thought in Tile Hill this could be the location perfect for our caravan well I suppose that that we were invited to work in the library because the nature of the digital spaces commission there were three libraries chosen and we love libraries there it's not just about books it's about a place where people can come together and meet other people and discover things and just be. Libraries have become multi-use spaces now. It's not just books anymore. So Social clubs. It's, it's, it's a social area as well. So we decided that the, uh, the end space of the library would make an excellent gallery. And, it was just uh, used for storing stuff during the Yeah, COVID, they, it was not yeah. used for very much. So we've, we've turned that into a gallery now and uh, they're very keen to keep it going after the project's finished. So oh. that will be a legacy for us. What, what kind of things has um, like surprised you? about because you obviously are people who work in lots of different communities and different spaces all across the country but if like we come back to tile hill you know what's surprised you about this project about the people who are coming to use this space or the community what people are asking you oh nothing ever really surprises us because (laughs) people are just so endlessly inventive i think what we've really loved is that people are very open and very friendly and very it's very easy i mean we usually find it's easy to just meet people and have conversations but there's a huge pride in the area even though a lot of people will say oh well this is gone and that's gone no more tractor factory um but there's still you know, there's a huge lot of pride. Family's really important. Uh, the other day we had um, local Tile Hill lad, um, Jamie McGuff, the boxer turned playwright in. And uh, it was great because um, Julia, who who is one of the kind of library bosses here, uh, she thought it would be a really great idea to link Jamie's talk about his life and bring it to with, the library, and bring it to the library, mm. and to hold the talk in our project, which was an absolute match made in heaven. Mm. He brought a lot of his family and friends along, and 
the word that kept coming to mind for him was resilience because, you know, a lot of people have really difficult lives and now people are struggling to pay their gas bills. There's an awful lot of people have really challenging lives. COVID's made things difficult. Um, but there's a real resilience of character and a kindness and a sharing. Mm. And you hear a lot about the negative side, you know, about lots of the sort of places we work in. Mm. And people go on about, oh, the crime and everything's shut. Well, that might be, but there's a hell of a lot more to these places too. And there's soul and spirit and character and creativity. Mm. And this is what we aim to bring out of people in our projects because we believe that everyone is creative. And And also we try and link up various community things that are going on anyway. Um, We find in many places that there's lots going on, but it's disjointed and people don't know about other groups that are doing things. So we've, we've gone from everything from the church social clubs to the local pub and, and got everybody involved and got the vicar going to the pub and you know and the people <laughs> and the people from the pub coming to to the exhibition and the idea really is that um, we, we link up all these groups and, and get the community spirit back again. Great to meet Jan and Chris. We'll hear more from them later on. But they mentioned Community Spirit. Another place that you'll find that in bucket loads in Tile Hill is the local church, which just so happens to be next door. Now, part of the process of engaging the community meant Jan and Chris became well acquainted with all the people living nearby, one of whom was Carrie Backhouse, wife of the local vicar. And handy for us, she's also someone who loves bringing new people to the library and taking art to them in the most unusual places. Jan and Chris invited Carrie to play a part in the Pride of Place project. They wanted to connect existing networks with the library so that local community groups could see how the space could be a hub for their ideas and meetups. So sit back and listen as we join Carrie and the Curious Creatives Club exploring Tile Hill whilst sketching on a one-hour creative walking tour. There's poetry, local history, great conversation and even some birdsong. Enjoy. poems that we've got on our little walk. We're just going to do a little local walk. We're going to look for signs of spring popping up Um, and if we don't see that many signs of spring I've brought a spring table here to to inspire us. But um, the project I'm running is called the Curious Creative Club and this is the We Are Tile Hill sketchbook project part of that. Um, But it is part of the amazing the Caravan Gallery project here in Tile Hill. So it's a fantastic chance to partner together to put on some pop-up events. Um, So let's get walking. So do come and grab a sketchbook and pop your names down and we'll get going. Which one? I can't see the pencil in here. Do you? I'll take this one then. Then we've got a range. Right, let's go. So our first port of call is uh, St Oswald's Church. We've got some signs of spring there, so we'll get everyone there first. 
you mind just saying who you are and what you're doing oh, here yeah, today? Oh yeah, that's always a good idea, isn't it? I don't I forget that people don't know. I'm Carrie, uh, Caroline Backhouse, and I am um, married to Father Ed at St Oswald's Church, and I am uh, I'm I'm the creative side of, uh, of the duo. And um, we'll go down this way. And I'm here today, we're doing a creative sketchbook walk. our first sketch point so if you've got your sketchbooks now's the point to get them out have I got two sketches here would you like a sketchbook you two but while you're here if you interview Dwayne who doesn't look like he's about to sketch <laughs> he is a wealth of knowledge about the garden and about Tile Hill in general oh, okay Dwayne who are you what on earth are you doing here What's your story? I'm the church warden here. Oh. And, and a couple of other things, but yeah, ch church warden's the one that I put on uh, the end of letters and things. <laughs> so we're here to kind of connect with some of the projects that come out of the library. I mean, what's your interaction with the library these days? Um, personally, it's fairly minimal, uh, other than we will if we've got stuff going on we'll always pop around there and ask if they'll uh, help us promote it put posters up and such like um it would be nice to build up something we do have the um i can't remember his name jasper the the manager around there uh i mean he he does join in he came and did uh, one of the readings at our carol service for us so yeah we, we, we're trying to rebuild the whole community aspect of, of tile hill which, I don't know, it seems to have sort of faded off a little bit over, over the recent years. It, it would be nice to have um, uh, a community feel like people talk about from the old days. I mean, how big a part do you think the library has in a community? Um, nowadays, I think a lot. More so than when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you'd go there, you'd get books, you'd go home and you'd read them. Um, and then you go back about three days later and get some more books. I, re I read a lot when I was a kid. Um, but it's become a much bigger thing now. More things happen, you don't get silence in the library anymore. Um, there's stuff going on, reading groups for kids uh, and lots of activities. And um, it's, it's a, along with, we hope, the church, it's kind of one of those central hubs where, where people will, will gravitate towards. Um, plus which, I mean, it's, it's one, of the few one of the few public places that you can go these days where you're not expected to spend money, which is, which is great. You know, people who, I don't know, maybe are sitting at home struggling to heat their houses, they can go and sit in the library and it's, and it's warm for an hour, um, which is a sad thing to have to say, but yeah, it's, it's one of those services that almost accidentally it's, it's now offering. So I, I, I have every admiration for librarians. They are wonderful people. We're just, oh, sorry. Well, can we show them the big, the church? The big I'm thing. always happy to show people the church. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go inside. Yeah, we'll people. We look rubbish on the outside. But inside, it's a big concrete world. box 
Nin- yeah. mid-1950s, brutalist architecture. Yeah. Inside, it's beautiful. Yeah. Come and show me them. Come and show me this place that you're passionate about. And I suppose a lot of people might go past the library and never really notice this church, or they might come to the church and not always go to the library. It's amazing how you're next door to each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, the other thing we get is that people will walk past us and not realise we're a church. Yeah. Because because we're mid-50s, brutalist style, it's, it doesn't have all of those things on the outside that to, to your average person says church. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, we were designed by Basil Spence, the same guy that did the cathedral. He did yeah. three churches uh, at the same time. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I describe it as, a, as like a, a Tesco church, so three for the price of one. <laughs> but they allocated a certain amount of money to build a new church in Coventry, and, and he said, well, if we do it this way, we could do three for that price. <laughs> okay. Um, but there are things in here which are almost like practices for the cathedral, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like the, the big applique up at the end there of uh, St Oswald and St Aidan. Yeah, it's like a, a big cloth with a picture on. I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't know what an applique is. I'd have uh, to uh, Google that myself. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> basically, they, they have just applied bits of fabric to each other. Yeah. They've got like one big patchwork piece and then he's sewed other bits of fabric on the top. To, to make those pictures. So I'm imagining, so this church was here way before that library and community centre was there, right? Um, I don't know the exact date. I don't think there was that much difference, okay. to be honest. There was probably a, a few years, because it was over a period of several years that this estate was going up. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's, as I recall, it is not the original library building. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there was a library here. Um, I remember using it as well, actually, when I first lived in Tile Hill. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it was rebuilt to uh, to look like it does now. So what, what is Jardine Crescent and this area of Tile Hill like? Who are the people that walk the streets and live in this area? There's such a variety. Mm. Um, I mean, years ago it was during the, the, the sort of post-war reconstructions of Coventry. Um, and a lot of them, I think, were, were people who were moving here because they were moving to Coventry for the industries. Um, their houses had been bombed in the war and they needed places to live, That this is where it was going up. Uh, it's become more diverse over the years. There are more ethnic minorities in the, in the area than there were when I first moved into Tile. I first moved into Tile Hill in the mid 80s. Um, the community spirit, community spirits, one of those odd phrases. Um, but the whole idea of it being a, a single community seems to have faded off a little bit even since I first got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a feeling that that's pretty much the same wherever you go. Yeah. You don't necessarily know your neighbours. Um, you spend all your time inside on Netflix or Facebook or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so there isn't that automatic interaction. Mm-hmm. There are sort of clumps of it. We like to think that church is one of those little little clumps of um, mm. of interaction. Um, I guess the library can be as well. But of course, in the old days, you'd also got the, the social club just across the road here. Yeah, big uh, part of Coventry's history, particularly in this area of Coventry. You know, Massey Ferguson was a huge employer for this area. It really now was. it's a housing estate. Yes. Long gone as Massey gone Ferguson. I, I remember a Sunday morning um, not that many years ago when the... Uh, the vicar's sermon was interrupted by this big boom as they brought down the tower Yeah, over there. And that really signified a big change in this area, the people coming here, the, 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 you know, what its future is going to be, I guess. 
Well, yeah, there the used to be a lot of people living in Tile Hill who, who worked at Masses. Mm. And it, it was kind of the final thing. Yeah. Because we used to have the um, the Rover plant down by, well, which is where Sainsbury's is. That had already gone. Yeah. All the and Masses was the last last one left. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was kind of the end of an era. I went on a school trip to the tower, to the top floor of the tower. We had to oh, go wow. up a big lift, and you could see over all of the city. I remember being absolutely mesmerised by it. And now, it's not there. I mean, you know, we kind of say about bringing a sense of community and that it's important it's needed you know we hear from people who come through the library's doors that they want to feel connected Mm -hmm. what do you think you know the future of the library is because you say it's not always a place that you go to read books anymore but even like digital like online what what do you think about that and what the library can do there I I, I think it's great that it's offering opportunities to to people to get um, access to to the internet and things like that a lot of people just don't have the easy access, that their access is restricted to their phone. And, quite and that's if they've got one. If they've got one. But I remember during, um, particularly during lockdown, I'm sure it, it, it happens other times as well, uh, you'd see people congregating outside the library on their phones. Be- because the Wi-Fi was still switched on, and that was the only way they could get internet access. Uh, and you know, even for, for something like looking for a job, you cannot look for a job these days without internet access. Mm. You just can't do it. Mm. Uh, and you know, with a phone, um, I don't know if you've ever tried to write a CV or to, to fill in a, a four-page application form online on a three-and-a-half-inch screen, mm. it's virtually impossible. So you can go in there, you've got your, your computer screens there, you can get online, you can do the things that you know, the DWP require you to do. Mm. Um, and that really is a lifeline. It really is a lifeline, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, you, it is very, very difficult these days to uh, survive separated from the network, yeah. if you like. Yeah. Sounding a bit science fictiony there, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. You, um, there are so many organisations that assume automatically that you have an email address, that you have access. Oh, I, I need to do this. And you phone them up and ask them about it and say, all oh, right, now you need to go online and go to this website and do that. And if you don't know your way around the internet, yeah. you're lost. Yeah. Uh, and, and the fact that there's somewhere that you can go where not only can you get that access, but somebody will help you. Yeah. And somebody will say, okay, you need to do this. So, I mean, you know, we get people come in here to our sort of job club and um, food bank and things like that. And you say, okay, if you go online, you can find this information. And you say, I don't know my way around a computer. I don't even know where the on switch is. Yeah. Uh, so somebody who can help get access to, to these things, everything's gone digital. And, uh, and, and if you haven't gone digital with it, mm. then you're going to struggle. Yeah. Dwayne, it's really great to speak to you. I suppose I better catch up with the rest of the group. <laughs> but thank you so you're much. You're daffodils today. <laughs> I, 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 unfortunately, I do not have enough hands to draw daffodils, but I'm going to go capture the others. The kingdom for an intelligent octopus. <laughs> thank you for showing me one of Basil Spencer's magical pieces. Uh, if you ever want to see more of it, you'll be perfectly welcome to come back. Thanks so much. Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you. It only leaves me 50 And since to look at things in blue, 50 springs are a little room. About the woodlands I will go to see the cherry hung with snow.
Thank you, Dawn. That's very beautiful. Right, we're going to go onwards to hear the birds in the woods. So come on, come on down. We'll go this way. So Dawn, I'm intrigued. Who are you? So you obviously know some of these guys. How have you come to be on this walk today? Carrie. <laughs> Carrie, she sounds like a persuasive character in the community. Oh, she's persuasive. <laughs> and what's your what's your connection in you know within Tile Hill? Have you are you born here? Have you lived here for a long time? I've lived here since uh, 2010 when I moved in with my now husband. Yeah. And I go to St Oswald's and uh, work in the community here with them. I see. And so, so what about the library then? Because that's kind of what we're talking about today. Like, what's your connection with the library? Um, I just go along to get some books and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, that's about all I do in there. Yeah. Have you ever used any of the stuff that's online? No, because I'm a book person. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It is. I love the smell of old books. And there are a lot of old books in this library? Yeah. <laughs> and just imagine you now smelling the books as you wander around the library. Oh, yeah. I used to work in a bookshop, you see. Ah. So that's where my love of books comes from. <laughs> And how, like, do you think the library is really important part of the community here? Yes, yeah. it is, um, especially with uh, with children. Yes. I mean, they do the activities with the children. You know, it gets some reading instead of playing on computer games or whatever, you know. Yeah. In a safe space. And so here, you know, we're on this walk. We're connecting to the library through, like, a pop-up group. I mean... <laughs> is this the type of thing that you kind of hear about happening in the library very often? Or would you like more of these things? It would be really good to have more of this. You know, getting more communities, uh, libraries in the communities, doing things like this. You know. You know, we're, look, we're walking past the fish and chip shop. We're walking oh, yeah. past the supermarket. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's a hairdresser's, I think, round here in the corner, if I remember rightly. This is Jardine Crescent, the hub. Yeah. Oh, yes. And we, a collective which started the library, are walking the streets. Is this the type of thing that the library needs to, you know, engage make sure that people... With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to engage. All of these uh, businesses and stuff, they all need to engage together. Yeah. You know because they're the centre of the community. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we've come to the wood, and I guess this is the My point where we have to... Part. <laughs> is it really? Yes. Love the woods. What, what is this wood, then? I've never been here. Limerick, Limerick wood? wood? Yeah, there's, an, there's a whole load of woods around in this area. I mean, you've got pig wood, tile hill wood, bluebell woods, um, and they're managed as well um, to make it easier for people to go around, yeah. enjoy nature. Who would have thought that in Coventry? Nature? I know, tell me about it, especially with a lot of green spaces being used up housing or whatever. It's so nice to have something still here. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have the, I mean, you can hear the birds in here now. Yeah. Occasionally you might see the odd uh, deer or something. Wow. I know, tell me about it. And we're not even that far from the major road that yeah. takes you to Birmingham. That's right. Yeah. It's amazing in here. It's so good for your mental health. Yeah. So good. And it's great for kids to come in here and just learn about nature and interact with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. So you told me earlier that you were born in Nuneaton. Yeah. You now live in Tile Hill. Yeah. Which one do you call home? Tile Hill. <laughs> Good to know where you stand on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely Tile Hill. <laughs> 
and we're going to spend two minutes. We're going to just listen and see how many birds we can pick up. So, so I invite you to shut your eyes now and we'll listen. So I think there was about seven that I heard. I don't know how many about you, Dawn? I picked up about three or four. Three or four, yes. Yeah. Did you hear three? <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is a lovely bit of woods and a lot of people come here with the dogs to walk through. It's more the bird song that we're going to listen to as we walk through. I'll, have a little look if you can see any signs of spring. I only spotted about four daffodils in here. Um, but the trees, there's some buds coming on things. So have a little look as we walk through. It gets a bit muddy, um, so follow us kind of round the mud, but just, just take it easy on the footing. Um, and we'll have a five minute walk just round here. Take the chance to just breathe deeply and, and, and look up between the trees. It's very beautiful. Uh, we came in November and it looked quite different, didn't it, Jan? You got some photos. It was a sunnier day, ironically, in November and the sun was shining through the leaves. Uh, but it's, it's still lovely and fresh today. So let's go. Carrie, do you think many people, you know, who kind of come and walk through these woods and their dogs, do you think they know about what's going on in the library, which is just literally 20 steps away? I don't actually. I was chatting to people um, at church and quite a lot of them don't aren't members of the library um, and I was thinking, gosh, it's like next door. And then we were discussing uh, with the group there how arts and culture seems a bit of an alien other to people. Yeah, they're not quite sure what it is. Maybe some people kind of just think the library's about, you get a book, but if you don't read, well, that, that's not for me. It's not a yeah. place for me. Yeah, and I would like to challenge that. I've just done a project with um, a men's group. Uh, we're doing the Coventry Banner Project with Herbert Gallery. And um, I mean, literacy, like they're all quick to admit literacy levels are low here. But I want people to experience and be in the moment and experience things. You don't need to read to hear someone read a poem. You can come and experience that. You can come on a creative walk, be mindful in the, min in the moment and just be present and show up and experience being alive. Mm. And I think that's what the library offers, isn't it? It gives us different ways to access and give language and give emotion 
to parts of our lives that we couldn't necessarily do on our own. Mm. Um, and that's what media does as well. Uh, but I just think libraries, I work a lot um, with the libraries over the West Midlands in my other role uh, in Playlist for Life as uh, promoting music for dementia. And, and it's just a real joy to see what groups they run. They run like toddler rhyme times, poetry writing sessions, all sorts of things. And we just really want to encourage people to get involved with that. You know, just show up. It, it's, it's making arts accessible for people. Art isn't about the elite making loads of money. It's about people just using creativity in their day-to-day -day life to enrich their lives yeah. and bring joy to themselves and to others. Yeah. And that's really what libraries are for, really. And I, the fact it's free. It's free. So I'm just such an advocate of these hubs of culture. Um, and it, I'm gutted that a lot of our libraries have closed down. Like, a, a, it's community people that are keeping a lot of the libraries Wasn't going. Oh, fantastic. We've got some more. So it's a bit muddy and you're going to have to do some kind of jumping over a log now, everyone. You don't mind, do you? No. <laughs> Well, I'm just going to break away from Carrie, Dawn and the rest of the guided walk. I'm going to head back to the library and find out a little bit more about what really goes on behind the doors of such a place. I'm working with the library today and just kind of find out people how and why do they use the library kind of quaffing the old myth that it's more than books is that something you would agree with well I was just saying this is our first time coming to this session so it's wow. just nice to have something else in the week when I'm going back to work soon so my days off are a Thursday and I was trying to figure out some bits to do so just being down the road is great and would you have ever thought the library would be the place that you would come to? Um, not really, no. <laughs> yeah. And how about you? Yeah, I'm the same. I, I've just come for the, the baby group, so I didn't actually know about... I wouldn't probably have come otherwise, um, but it's probably encouraged me to maybe have a little look round and things like that for him in the future. <laughs> I've got lots of babies trying to touch the microphone. I can see why you might want to touch this microphone. And I mean, do you kind of think that it's, it's like a really interesting space? Because, you know, sometimes people might think it's just a place you come to borrow books and then you leave. What, what else do you think the library could potentially be used for now you've seen it perhaps through different eyes? Um, I think it's a great place to socialise. 
Um, obviously, for myself, because I, I studied at university, so I come here for uh, studying anyway. But as I found there was a baby group, I thought it would be a great place to make new friends, for my uh, son to make new baby friends as well. So, yeah, I think it's a great place to just meet new people. Uh, stay connected. Yeah, stay yeah connected. because, you know, a lot of people say, particularly after the pandemic, it's about, you know, reconnecting, pin- pulling the community back together. Yeah. You know, knowing what's on your doorstep. I mean, what is the community like here? Is there a community in your eyes? Uh, I mean, <laughs> for myself, well, yeah, I think there is a community, but um, I'm just not a very social person myself, so I wouldn't know as much. But I think, yeah, I think there is a community. I think around here, especially near the library, there definitely is. Um, but yeah. It's a place where you can start yeah. to yeah. reconnect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, right, well, I'll let you guys carry on. I've obviously missed the singing now, haven't I? <laughs> I didn't time that so great, but enjoy the rest of your morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What do you use the library for? What are you here today? I don't come so often, but my girlfriend actually comes a lot of times for uni, do some uni work, so she can actually focus, distract a little bit from being at home with a baby, especially. <laughs> so, yeah. What do you think? So if you don't come to the library often, what, what do you think? I'm not like a reading person but I'll probably find some books and some comic books to read as well to entertain and do something besides always watching TV and so on. And also I suppose now you're coming here and it's not about books is it? This is rhyme time so you're here. <laughs> like, is it interesting for you to kind of think oh maybe there's more that goes on in the library? That's true. I actually just found out recently that there's more stuff going on even I saw the board there that actually there's some interesting stuff that Besides just be reading books, we actually can do, for example, the French lessons that pop up straight away because it kind of brings a diversity that different things that we can do in the library. Yeah. So. so do you think this might be a place you'll come to a bit more often in the future? Um, definitely. I'm willing to come because especially with the baby now, I can come, bring him to the library to do the sessions and in the meantime, maybe some, find something else to do as well. See, we sparked your curiosity then. <laughs> yeah, you actually did, yeah. Enjoy. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. I'm working with the library today and just find out like what people use the library for. What are you guys up to? We are other students. Aha. Okay. And uh, we are on placements at the moment. Okay. And, uh, you know... You can't learn by yourself. We need each other's help. Yeah. So she lives in Coventry, so I came all the way from rugby to share wow. knowledge with each other to explain things. My reference was giving me some headache, so I said, oh, how do you do it that is not giving you much yeah. problem? So we are trying to like share ideas, tell ourselves, on, oh, this is how you're supposed to, this is how I do my, this is how I do Good my, idea. just to, so that, she, when I now ring her this morning, she said, oh, I said, I don't mind coming to Coventry. And so do you live in Tile Hill then? Yeah. So you were like, I know just the place I can take you, a romantic <laughs> location to Tile Hill Library. Exactly. She knows how to wine and dine exactly. you, doesn't she, hey? Yeah, she lives in Coventry, so, and I live in rugby. How big a um, part does it play in your life? You know, do you come here a lot? Um, a positive influence. Really? Yeah. In what way? Sometimes I feel like because I have siblings at home, so sometimes they do they disturb a lot. I'll just say, let me just go to the library at least. Let me just write some things down, yeah. and I'll I'll be able to focus than staying at home doing my assignments. Mm, right. Well, I'll let you get back to your studies. She's got some very detailed notes there. <laughs> I, I hope you can read that because I can't. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Thank you. Very Thank much. you. Bye.
So it's about quarter to twelve and I'm wandering through the aisles in this library. It's pretty much ground floor. It's just a ground floor and um, it looks quite newish, this library, compared to some of the other ones I've been to in Coventry. I'm near the children's section where they've got teenage fiction, 900s children non-fiction. I can see signs saying that the library is autism friendly. There's computer desks uh, with the obviously COVID separators around. We've got entertainment, literature. We've got um, health messages here from Macmillan Cancer Support. Fiction is a huge part of the very first bit as you walk through the doors and then towards the back we've got all these different rooms and different spaces this is a bit unique compared to some of the other libraries the hub in the middle as you walk through the front door you're greeted by the staff and then these rooms which community groups can use and I'm really curious about some of the people that might use some of these huge spaces like I've got my hands on the handle of the door that says adult education service so perhaps it's worthwhile me speaking to some of the people who work here and find out what exactly goes on behind these doors tell me who on earth are you Hi, I am uh, Jasper Ram, the manager of Tarle Hill Library. <laughs> How long have you been here? What, what's the story, Jasper? Okay, the story is I have been at Tarle Hill for around 12 years now. but I've That's a life sentence. It is. Yeah, it, it is a life sentence. But I've had, I've had three, in that case, I've had three life sentences. Because I, I, before here, I was at uh, Willenhall Library for about eight years. Yeah. And then I was at Start Library for about 10 years as well. Wow. And yeah. what's different about Tarle Hill Library? Tell me about this space. Oh, this space is uh, lovely it's it's huge it's it's light uh we've got adult education here as well and it's a good spot well like most libraries it's a good spot for where they are for the community mm. and what like you know do you know much like about like the the history of the library how long it's been here and yeah okay so th this library was built in 2007 uh but the original library was built i think i believe 1968, I believe. So I won't hold you to that. Yeah, yeah, it's around 68. It's a, there's been a library here for over 50 years. Um, you know, how many people kind of use this? What kind of goes on here? Before pre-COVID, we're talking anything between eight to 10,000 people a month. A month? Yeah, and um, of course, we do a lot of stuff here, rhyme times, story times, uh, readers groups. Of course, we've got adult education here. Oh, knitting group as well, yes, and French conversations. There's quite a few things for people to do uh, in the library uh, for you know people of all ages. Because it's interesting talking to some of the people who are coming here to the groups. You know, some of them haven't necessarily been to a library before, as I met earlier this morning. It's their first time. And they tell me they were really surprised that, well, all this stuff goes on in here. It's not just about borrowing a book and then, you know, slipping out and you're not allowed, you're allowed to talk and you're allowed to make noise. I mean... Yeah. How is it that you, you know, is it hard to change people's perception of what libraries is? Uh, yes, I mean, you're right. I mean, like you said today, so you obviously met someone new today who mm. didn't know what goes on now. Uh, so, yes, it's, it, libraries have changed a lot over the years. Of course, the introduction of IT as well now uh, and Wi-Fi. This thing about, you know, shushing people. Uh, of course, that's, you know, that's changed a lot. Uh, of course, people are allowed to talk in libraries now. You know, we're, we're trying to give... 
groups the chance to set up as well. So, you know, we're part of the community. We've got a community space for people to run their own little groups as well. So, mm. you know, we'll, we'll welcome uh, any, anything like that. I suppose it's people like kind of knowing that that's a space. They can come and ask and say, what do you reckon? Can I possibly do this? It's encouraging people yes. if they're listening to this to think that that's a possibility yes of course yes i mean we've had uh, craft groups approach us in the past and say oh you know we'd like to run a craft group then we tried had somebody try uh running uh, an anxiety group as well actually yeah also a traditional games group as well so you know we will let people try you know anything as long as it's open to everybody it sounds like as well that the library holds a really important part for some people like emotionally and in, in terms of a safe space you know hearing from some of the people using the computers here yeah. it's really noisy they've got kids they've got siblings at home yeah. this is a quiet space for them to gather their thoughts you know um the people who don't have computers at home yeah. who need to be applying for a, a new job yeah you know that i'm imagining is something that comes up very often yes of course we do have people coming in um, who do uh, job searches uh, and cvs Uh, yes it is you're right it is a a quite quietish place Mm. Uh, and of course um, libraries are seen as a neutral place as well neutral space Uh, anybody is welcome to come into a library no matter what age or you know background anything like yeah so you know it's it's a a welcoming place for everybody Mm. and what about like this word digital i mean some people (coughs) wouldn't associate the word digital with a library Mm. but you know you guys have got things like borrow box where you can you know borrow the the book on your kindle at home um you know you've got the computers here what do you kind of think is the role perhaps of a library as like a potential digital hub in the future Okay, so yeah, our, of, of course our main statutory service is books. Yeah. Yeah, and we've still got plenty of them, of course, for, yeah. for people. But you're right, um, obviously things are changing and we as a library service, they, they can download e-books, they can download magazines, uh, talking books. So, you know, that service is there. So again, we're catering for everybody, people who want physical books and people who want digital there's like this term as well that's that's often used like digital poverty the reality is that not everybody has a computer they don't have internet i mean one of the the church word warden from next door said he noticed and during lockdown people knew the wi-fi was on at the library so they were gathering outside the front door so they could use the library we know that you know if you want to get a repeat prescription at your doctors if you need to pay maybe a bill or apply for a job you need to have access to the internet yes. so understanding i suppose that that is also a major part in what the library's future and role is i guess in a society yes of course uh, that's a, that was a national rollout for all library service to become digital and have the availability of wi-fi uh, mm. for um, for their uh, communities and you're right i think there's around 25 percent of uh, the population of coventry don't have access to online uh, services. Wow, one so, in four people. Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. So of course, you know, uh, every library now, uh, thankfully, has uh, PCs. Things like Universal Credit, searching for jobs, they can come in and they can have two hours free a, a day. Mm. What What do you hope? You're like, you know, where do you want to see this library in a few years' time? I mean, 
you know, five years' time, yeah. do you want to see there more people engaging in the library, more people coming through the doors, not just to borrow books, but to use the rooms, the spaces, the exhibition, the computers? Yeah, yes, of course, yeah. Um, we, we are trying all kinds of um, different ways to attract the public. So at the moment, we've got all these digital uh, things going on like uh, the caravan gallery and of course with with what's happened recently uh, obviously some people have got out of the habit of coming to libraries so we will of course try uh, to bring everybody back and of course I mean I think with a lot of uh, community centres like kind of like closing down as well you know, we're hoping that the library actually becomes like the hub mm -hmm. the community hub uh, and not all libraries have got meeting rooms, but quite a few have. Mm. So, of course, that's another plus for the, the libraries. You've got a Brucey bonus, a big uh, Brucey uh, bonus here with that, haven't yeah, you, with yeah. space? We have, yes. If someone was listening to this and they hadn't engaged in the library, perhaps they weren't even a member of the library and they live in Tile Hill, mm. what would you want to say to them? Uh, come along, see what we've got to offer. It's not just, like you said, it's not just books. There's lots of other things going on as well. They might, they might even want to join one of the groups that we have here. Yeah. yeah. Make or this a space for them. Make this a space for them, that's right. Yes, I mean, we are here for the community, so we are here for them. You know, I think it's brilliant that you seem like a really fun, cool guy, Jasper, which I would not necessarily have had my perception as a librarian, I would say. Yes. You sound I, like a wild librarian. <laughs> yes, of course, yeah. Um, this, I suppose this goes along with the old shush regime. Yes. You know? uh, of course, you know, lots of different people work in libraries, different ages, different cultures. You know, we've got diverse staff as well. So we are not seeing like an old 50s librarian or something like that, wearing, wearing suits and... Uh, cardigans. Yeah, cardigans, yes. that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yes, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to keep up with the time, shall we say? Yeah, love yeah. it. Right, yeah. well, I know you're organising the talking books, which seems ironic considering we're talking for audio. So I'll let you carry on so I don't mess up your alphabetising. OK, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Residents Jan and Chris and our steaming brews will reflect on their work with the library from photography to postcard workshops and how much they've enjoyed connecting with people in and around Tile Hill. We love the idea, like libraries and churches, the more different things you can offer. Obviously, I mean, I love books. Um, and books are essential. I don't think they'll ever be, um, you know, erased by digital media. We need all of these things. But if this is somewhere where people can come to research something, they might want to come and get advice about something. They might want to just, they might be coming to a knitting group. The more reasons you can give people to come to a place, it's like churches help people in a practical way. You know, there's people going through homelessness or people who don't have enough to eat. Um, there's, these places look after people's spiritual and emotional life. Um, it's about community, isn't it? And just finding, creating spaces where people feel welcome. And and I, I think what we've done here is just to start, really. I think um, after we leave, then they'll keep this area going, but they'll then expand it and get more talks and more events and uh, really liven the, the place up which is uh, all to the good because sometimes libraries can be a bit stiff. <laughs> <laughs>
One of our favourite things in here is the map. We do these interactive maps wherever we go, and there are hand-drawn artwork and the idea is people annotate them with it could be where you had your first snog the best pie shop where you've seen daffodils where we had someone in Barrow in Furness said they saw someone in a shell suit a ghost in a shell suit didn't they the, the I park. mean it's incredible like the map is just the other side of the window from the room that we're at and you know people have drawn things like deer yeah, in the yeah. woods around exactly. here you know an abandoned chair I saw Greg's Greg's it, it's incredible I think that you're making people realize what it is they've got and their connection exactly. to this space Exactly. So we think of these projects as um, like sort of a hybrid fusion between an exhibition, a participatory exhibition. We want people to just add stuff about the place and about their lives in that place, but also like a sort of alternative visitor information centre. Because I've always been fascinated by marketing, the language of marketing compared to the reality. And you think sometimes the reality is far more interesting than the sugar-coated picture postcard view. And to illustrate that, we make our own postcards. And um, Yeah, so you brought one into the table here, haven't you? Should we describe what's on it? Um, first thing we noticed about Tile Hill, isn't it? The first thing we noticed about Tile Hill was that it was very green. It, it, it's actually a forest, or an ancient forest, in fact, that they've... Um, created estates within the forest itself and so you actually walk through the woods to go between different parts of the estate so it's all very green and all the signs are overgrown with green so our, our first postcard was just signs you can hardly read because they're covered in green but it's lovely because you know people talk about all oh, these kind of estates as if it's all kind of well it's not exactly in a city we're four miles from the center but uh, there's nature everywhere and I think what a privilege to live in a place like this with just so many and just all this beautiful greenery you just see people walking off down paths into the woods probably doing quite innocent things we don't know of course that, <laughs> this postcard actually just sums it up to everybody everybody who's seen the postcard says oh yeah that's Tile Hill because it's green and what mm. about this word digital you know you know, is there a space, in your opinion, for the library to become a digital hub? Definitely. I mean, I'm, we don't really separate these things. It should all be joined up together. I mean, and we're always Googling stuff. It, you might read something a book in a book and then think, oh, yeah, let's find out more about this. And, that, and then so that's obviously a digital thing to do. Um, we make videos. We use digital photography. I think, you know, we, everything we do is about breaking down barriers and removing labels. It's just all, it's ways of capturing and sharing. Just in general, the, the, the libraries are going over to more digital uh, ways of working. And uh, I think it's, it's obviously the way to go because although Jan says books are very important um, in order to do anything these days you need to be uh, digital so. well you realize how many people are excluded from so many things in life if they don't have digital access and there's lots of times you can't pay for something unless you do it digitally or very often it's about giving people confidence showing them how to do something that's really important because a lot of people are 
we meet tons of people who can't read and write, yet they might be really eloquent in their speech and their knowledge. Um, and I think, uh, and it must be quite intimidating, mustn't it? To if you don't know how to read and write, if you don't, if you don't know how to use a computer. So I think if libraries, amongst other spaces, can offer somewhere that's really encouraging and helpful, so people can just learn this stuff, that's really important. Tell me about some of the people that you've met then, some of these characters. Who kind of springs to your mind? Characters with a big K. Mm. <laughs> um, Owen's good, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, our, our star person really is, is Owen, who's an ex-teacher uh, who... Um, he just, just loves Tile Hill. Loves Tile Hill, loves history, uh, loves talking. He can <laughs> talk for quite a long time. Loves laughing. He likes laughing. But he comes in every Tuesday afternoon and just sits in the exhibition when we're not around and uh, we'll put things on the map and talk to people who come in and uh, just be a, a general um, host. Uh, and he he's put great. snoggers on the map, didn't he, he, he where we used to watch snoggers when he was a kid. <laughs> he said he used to be going train spotting. And uh, then he'd watch Snoggers and he'd think, wonder where they're going, wonder what they're up to. So he's put it on the map. Sometimes it's a bit of a long-term project with some people. Other, other people are instantly attracted and just join in. But, um, you know, we do think in terms of uh, legacy in these projects and that uh, after we leave, um, people will still keep coming back and, and uh, joining in. And hopefully people will be inspired that if there's been one key takeaway perhaps of this project is about reconnecting people to what is in front of them. Exactly. And word gets around, the um, the space we've been using is really quite full now and it's, it's quite entertaining and once word gets in that there's something interesting to see in the end room of the library, they've got to come into the library and, and down to, to the space. So at least it gets them into the library and then they can perhaps think of other reasons for being in the library and, and see what the library does. And so maybe the moral of the story is if perhaps people are listening to this conversation by however means they found this, maybe it's time for them to go back to the library that they haven't been to for a while exactly. and see what it is now. And if they can't find what they want for, maybe suggest it to them. There we go. <laughs> well, I'll let your work continue as before your coffee goes cold. And thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Our thanks to Jan and Chris for their work with Tile Hill Library. There's photos of their time spent on display right now in Central Library. Pop down and have a look if you're interested. And of course our thanks to the staff and local community who've helped make this project possible. Hopefully we've given you some food for thought too. What would you add to an exhibition about where you live? How can the library help you develop your digital skills? And how will you use your local library in the future? Thanks for listening. Have a great day.